You're listening to Building Three Pillars, the podcast for the aspiring entrepreneur. Let's go. Hey, how's it going, everyone? I hope you had an amazing weekend and welcome to 2023. All right, so I hope things are already off to a great start for you. I know for most people, they're probably just now getting ready to return to work today or tomorrow. And uh, I know that can be a little disorienting, but don't worry. I'm pretty sure we'll get it together. All right. So today's show is going to be about, um, well, getting things together. Right. So last week in our Facebook group, our admin, Natasha, posted a question asking if people were ready for this year and what it was they were going to be working on. And I went ahead and commented that I was going to be working on taking more accountability for my life and the things I want to bring to fruition this year. All right. So I don't know if that's something you can relate to, but I'm sure we could all benefit from, uh, you know, cracking down and holding ourselves to a higher standard. I don't know about you, but last year was pretty good, but I know that it can be better. There were definitely sometimes that uh, things didn't go according to plan, and that's because the plan wasn't up to par. And so my hope for you and for myself is that after we get done with this podcast today, we'll walk away with some keys or tips to help us be more efficient when it comes to staying on track and reaching our goals. All right, so uh, I'm going to pick up where I left off last year, right? I'm going to continue using outside sources to help us gain more knowledge. And this week's outside source comes from a book called Uncommon Accountability, and it is written by Brian Morin and Michael Lennington. So, again, uh, the overall thought being, how do we become more accountable? And I don't know about you, but most of the time when I hear the word accountability, if it's not something that I am talking about, I assume that others are talking about it from a negative direction, right? Most of the time, if we're being held accountable, it's because something went wrong and now we're being reprimanded on that action. And now it's more of a, um, what have I done compared to what can I do? And so overall, we want to become more proactive. At least that's going to be my goal for this year. I've written down on my board that the goal for this year is focus, all right. That's my overall goal is to focus, focus on the things I want. And then the other word I wrote down is execution. So not only do I intend to be more focused, but I intend to execute. And I believe that the book that we covered last year when we we're talking about thinking in bets in this book that we're going to be talking about today, they coincide. All right. Hopefully you'll be able to pick up on what I'm talking about. But if not, don't worry, I'll go ahead and do a great recap at the end to bring the two books together. All right, now that we got that out of the way, let's go ahead and talk about that uh, that quote. As always, I'd like to start these off with a quote. And today's quote is going to come from Catherine Pulsifer. And she says, at the end of the day, we are accountable to ourselves. Our success is a result of what we do. And if I had to add on to that, I would also say it's a result of the things we don't do. All right, so as I mentioned earlier, um, my big focus is going to be on... Yeah, staying focused and being held accountable. All right. Uh, so let's go ahead and get right into it. So you guys are going to have to bear with me. My notes are kind of everywhere. And that's because there was so much 
so many good things were in this book. I couldn't really decide which three were the most beneficial. All right. So we're going to go ahead and take a look at a few of the things that I wrote down. And so I guess to help us get in the right framework, because it's all about perspective, we should go ahead and give ourselves a definition of accountability and then give ourselves a definition of accountability as we intend to use it for today's purposes. All right. So I went to Merriam Webster to get their definition of accountability. And they say it's the quality or state of being accountable, especially an obligation or a willingness to accept responsibility or to account for one's actions. So I thought that was a pretty general definition, but in order for us to get um, more specific about what it is we're looking to accomplish today, I went ahead and dug a little deeper and found this other definition on Harley Therapy, harleytherapy.co.uk counseling. All right. So they asked, what is personal accountability? And they said it simply means you choose to take responsibility for your words, actions and behaviors and for the outcomes that they produce. Managing those outcomes, if necessary, and that you do what you tell yourself you will do. All right, so another reason I thought this was a pretty good way to start the year is because I know that it's pretty common for us here in America to set resolutions. And I've said it multiple times, but I'll go ahead and say it again because it's worth repeating that most resolutions fail. Now, depending on where you look, the stats are gonna vary, but Somewhere around 80% of people who set their resolutions don't succeed. And that can be for a whole host of reasons. But I'm going to go out on a limb and suggest that most of those reasons could be made invalid if we were to all hold ourselves a little bit more accountable. All right. And so I'm not sitting here to preach to you guys. I'm going to go ahead and let you know. Last year, there were definitely some things I could have done better. All right. So in some areas, I tend to excel. Those are the things I'm usually the most excited about. So it's easy to give energy to those things. However, I fail to hold myself accountable when it comes to the things I don't enjoy doing so much. So for instance, in the day-to-day activities of doing three pillars, yeah, doing personal training is fun. That's easy. I do it without, you know, it doesn't take a lot for me to sit down and write workouts and understand what it is I'm asking someone to do and understand what it is I'm looking for to help someone else be successful. But when it comes to the fine details of running the business, such as um, sitting down every day to make sure that I update my scheduling, sitting down every day to make sure that I'm updating the website. Those things can be tedious. And because I haven't been doing such a great job on those things, they aren't as far along as they could be. And so, again, that was one of the main things I was thinking of when I decided that for me, accountability needed to be a focus or needs needs to be a focus. So I don't know what it is you're looking to, you know, bring to fruition this year. But I guarantee if you were to knuckle down and, you know, take control, which is what it really comes down to in the title of this podcast, it is called actually accountability, taking ownership. But if we were to start taking more ownership and take control of the things that we can control, I feel that we'd be in a better position. All right. So, again, let's go ahead and just go ahead and dive into this book. All right. So. My three major takeaways, I'll start there and then go ahead and fill you guys in on the stories to go with it. Right. So the first one is talking about intentions. Let your yes be yes. All right. So when I was in school, in college, actually, one of my favorite classes was economics. And that is because we covered this thing that I find to be applicable to so many different areas. And it really helped me take a better 
Um, Help me take better inventory of the things I thought were important as far as prioritizing those things. Because we covered this very simple idea that you may have heard of already, but it's called opportunity cost. And that just simply implies that if you're doing something, you are not doing something else. And for me, that was a helpful thing to think about because I find myself wanting to say yes to all of the amazing opportunities, even though all of the major opportunities that come my way may not lead me in the direction I truly want to go. Right. And so being aware that I only have so much time, as I talked about last week, I only have one me to do the sessions with. Right. And so I have to be more intentional with how I approach these things. And again, making sure that our yes means yes for us is going to be important and understanding that once we walk through this door we can't walk through the other door all right um there's a definition of the word decision out there uh, you guys are gonna have to look it up and quote me on it hold me accountable if i'm telling you the wrong thing on this one but they're pretty much saying that when you decide something you're cutting off you're cutting off the opportunity to do other things you're cutting off the other distractions you're cutting off the other things you could be doing so that you can intentionally focus on this thing whatever that may be for you all right but again yeah um letting your yes be yes and in the book they say that accountability begins with the realization that the quality of your choices determines the quality of your life all right so for this particular takeaway, I kind of want to go back and give you guys, again, an overall review of what this year or this past year and the year before that entailed for Three Pillars, right? Um, It included expanding the express service. It included offering our um, in-gym training sessions to more people. It included picking up and building a relationship with um, one of the premier youth football leagues in my area it also um included building more relationships with the current people i've been blessed to work with so there were a lot of different things happening and all of those different things created their own spider webs of opportunities and for me it became overwhelming at points of time because i would have to ask some people to move their schedules or move their sessions and it became a point where it was just a lot. It was just a lot to try to be everywhere at once. And so obviously the solution to that is to grow, to bring in more people to help expand. But again, we're not there yet. You know, it's not so much that I can't do it, is that I just need to be smarter about how I'm getting things done. All right. And holding myself accountable to the things that I say I want to do, I believe is going to be um, major in that in terms of accomplishing these goals. All right. So getting back to um, the tips. Let's see what else we got. All right. So really quickly, um, one of the commonalities between this book and thinking in bets is they tend to focus on the results. And so not necessarily the actions that you're taking, but the end game, the thing that happened at the end and then going back and uh, assessing what happened assessing what things were in your control versus what things weren't that was common in this book and the other all right so there's another quote in here that goes on to say from that same book the uncommon accountability our choices therefore are best evaluated in the context of our intentions in other words are our choices aligned with our most important intentions you must first become more accountable for what you think about and how you think about those things. All right. So again, it comes down to perspective. That is what I took away from that. 
and having the right perspective and changing perspective, if necessary, can be the thing that helps us get to that next level. And so for me, one perspective that just really shifted for me or a paradigm, if you even want to go that way with it, is that I can. And I know that's simple, just two words, but it really came down to I can. And so I'll be completely transparent with you all. A lot of the things that have happened that were good, it almost feels like they were all luck, right? Like, yeah, I did some things, but it almost feels like it was just all luck. (laughs) And there were a lot of times where I wasn't sure that I actually can, that I actually can do the things. It was just a really nice dream, right? Um, But here recently, especially now that we're leading towards the idea of taking ownership of the things that we do and taking ownership of our time, those things that seem like they were far off dreams now seem like reachable realities. And I have to say, I believe that's all because we're on a path towards taking more control and holding ourselves more accountable. It's really funny to me that my job entails holding other people accountable for reaching their fitness goals. And again, as I talked about earlier, the major parts of fitness are easy for me to stay in tune with. But just like my clients, I imagine they have their struggles when I'm not there. I imagine they have their struggles when they're going out to eat with their friends and they're being asked if they want to refill on their drink. I imagine their struggles come up when they are um, at home after a long day of work and all they want to do is rely on comfort food to help them get through whatever the difficulties were they faced throughout that day. All right. So none of us are really exempt. Um, All of us have our hard times, but I think if the goal is big enough and if we can put more energy into that from what I've been reading and come up with more creative ways to keep ourselves on track, we'll fare better when it comes to reaching whatever it is we desire. All right. And one of the things this last quote talked about is making sure that our words and our choices are aligned with our most important intentions. And so. One of the examples they gave in the book was talking about health, which I thought was really relevant considering what it is I do. But it went on to list the different statistics for different conditions that we have here in America. So, for instance, they talked about the obesity that we have here. They talked about the onset of type 2 diabetes that we seem to have a lot of here. Um, and they pretty much narrowed it down to outside of, you know, being predisposed to certain conditions. A lot of things are a result of the things we do or don't do. And the decisions we do or fail to make. And so just being better decision makers could help move us in the right direction. And how do we become better decision makers? Well, by first figuring out what it is we want, where it is we're going, and then deciding which paths and which actions will allow us to do that. And then holding ourselves accountable along the way and realizing that Again, going back to that opportunity cost, if we're saying yes to one thing, we are by default saying no to something else and making sure that thing that we're saying no to isn't something that's going to hurt us, you know, because of that thing we're saying no to is something we really, 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 really want. And we tend to want that more than the attention that we're set on. There's definitely going to be a conflict. Right. So that's going to take some internal dialogue and some sitting down and getting real with ourselves about what it is we want. And one of the tips that they gave inside this book, which I wrote down as my second takeaway because I thought it was so great. They talked about mind mapping. All right. So maybe you've heard of this when you were in school. Um, I know we talked about it during one of our creative writing things in class. And it was just a way to help us 
come up with general ideas and then expand on that to get very specific and detailed with the story or idea of the story that we wanted to create. All right. So but I'll go ahead and read verbatim from the University of Adelaide what mind mapping is. All right. So they said mind mapping involves writing down a central theme and thinking of new and related ideas which radiate out from the center. The benefit of this is by focusing on key ideas written down in your own words and looking for connections between them, you can map knowledge in a way that will help you to better understand and retain information. And they gave a couple of examples. If you just so happen to check out my Facebook page today, again, that's John Waters with the tagline of Unlock Your Greatness. Or if you visit my uh, fitness page today, which is just my name, John Waters, I'll make sure to include um, these pictures from this text talking about map ideas and things like that. Um, it's definitely some good information. All right. But again, this is just one of the tips they provided. And to go along with that, we want to talk about the best way to evaluate our choices, right? And so they say our choices, therefore, are best evaluated in the context of our intentions. As I said earlier, I notice I'm repeating, but now it should make more sense now that we've had the mind mapping to go along with it. That it's very important to make sure that our choices and our words are aligned. And the mind mapping is a great way to do that. And so just to give you an idea, if you want to just follow me mentally, if you can, imagine that you pulled out a piece of paper, all right? And in the middle of this paper, you wrote down your main idea and you circled it. And then you create branches off of this main idea. One of those branches would be why. Another branch would be what. And then you maybe have who and then where and then when and then how. All of these things should sound familiar. We've all had to deal with this writing a paper. But applying it this way, in case you've forgotten what that's like, could help you reach that next level. All right. So this is definitely something I am going to implement in practice because, as I mentioned, there are a few things that I'm looking to work on. Right. And so, yeah, those were the two things, the mind mapping and the intentions. Those are the two takeaways. And that leaves us with this last one, moving out of your comfort zone. All right. So in the text, they said the next step is to take an action that aligns with the new thought, knowing that the first few times you act will be uncomfortable. Failure is a necessary part of success. If you don't fail, you are not stretching and you are not getting better. Fear of failure turns into fear of action. I was listening to a speech by Denzel Washington yesterday, and it was called Fail Forward. It was a speech he gave to a graduating class from one of the colleges. Um, and in that speech, it was pretty interesting. He gave a detailed account of some of the projects he'd worked on. But one of the stories he told that stood out the most to me was the one on the first time he went to go try out for a Broadway play. And he went there trying out for this play, knowing that he couldn't sing, right? And so he didn't get the part for singing. They called him back in to do some acting. And the role that he played there wasn't as good as he had hoped for. But fast forward into the future, he wrote that one off as a failure. But he didn't let that deter him. Um, obviously, he went on to become the Disney Washington that we know today. But there was a saying that he had that I thought was very fitting. He said, if you hang around the barbershop long enough, eventually you'll get a cut. And so I thought that was a pretty cool way to summarize failure, right? Even though things don't go our way um, initially and maybe not right after that either. 
But if we stay persistent and we stick with that path long enough, eventually we will get a version of success. But that can only be accomplished if when we do meet those failures, we take out the essence from them. Remember, the failure was the result. It doesn't define who we are. It was just what happened because of what we did or didn't do. And once we can figure out what it is we did or didn't do, we will be well on our ways to making better decisions and becoming better at our crafts or whatever it is you're working on. And that will direct us towards our future successes. All right. Um, what else did they write in there that I really liked for you guys? This last piece right here. In order to live a life of abundance and happiness, you need to look at the choices you are making in critical areas of your life and take greater ownership going forward. But yeah, that was the last piece. That was the piece that stood out the most for me. And that was the last thought that I've taken away from that book and that I'm going to take the most action on. So again, my three tips for today were directly from the book. <laughs> Tip number one, intentions. Let your yes be yes. Tip number two, mind mapping. I highly encourage that you dive into that to help yourself get more organized with your thoughts. And number three, Move out of your comfort zone. All right. And if I had to wrap all of this up and tell you guys what it is I took away overall from this. It would be if this year is going to be an improvement over last year, I need to make sure my thoughts, actions and words are aligned with the directions I want to go. All right. And maybe that's something you can take and put in your toolbox, too. But yeah, um, that's all I got for you guys. I hope you enjoyed the show. Again, the name of that book was Uncommon Accountability, and it was by Brian Morin and Michael Lennington. All right. The place that I got the mind mapping idea from would be the University of Adelaide. All right. I definitely advise you guys to go there and check it out. And if you have more questions on working on your personal accountability outside of just reading the book, I would highly suggest you go and check out that website that I mentioned to you guys earlier. And that would be www.harleytherapy.co.uk. All right. Um, it was a lot of great content on there. And if you want to continue following us, please go ahead and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on. And if you want to follow us on social media, you can find us on Three Pillars. Uh, take that back. You can find us on Facebook <laughs> at Three Pillars Fitness LLC. You can also follow us on Instagram at Three Pillars MBS. You can follow me personally on Facebook at John Waters with the tagline of Unlock Your Greatness. You can follow me on Instagram with the tagline of, oh, let's not do Instagram right now. Just follow me on Facebook. <laughs> and again, as I mentioned earlier, the website is still being worked on, but I highly appreciate any and all of you who take the opportunity to stop by and check it out and just say hi and or let us know what you think in general. All right. Again, the name of the website is, or actually the website address is going to be threepillarsfitllc.com. All right. Hope you all have an amazing week. Hope you guys got something out of this show. If nothing else, hold yourself more accountable. And again, remember, accountability doesn't mean anything bad. It is just a proactive way to avoid accountability being a negative thing. Right. All right. So that's going to do it for me. Um, have a great day, have a great week, and as always, keep pushing because your greatness awaits.